Hello, Internet. How are you Hi, doing? Internet. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? No, what? That, that was good. Okay. Okay. But we're going now. This is, this is the actual podcast. Okay. We're podcasting. Um, this is, I'm even going to put this in the recording, not just the live video. We're podcasting. <laughs> Derek's back, everybody. Hey, I am. Welcome to Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week uh, and explain why they're dumb for caring. I am back after a, what, two-month hiatus? Eight week, eight episode yeah. hiatus? Something like that. Uh, exploded I, back? My back is still exploded. I'm coming to you all live from my living room floor, if you're watching on the live stream. Uh, but I figured if this is going to be... Basically, my reality, I've been bounced around the, uh, the public medical system uh, for the past two months, and it could be another two to three months before I get surgery. So this is where I'm at. Eric, don't lie. You're just laying down so you have a better angle with the low camera so that you look. Uh, look, look at this angle. Yeah. Huh? So, so it makes your, accentuates your strong jaw. No, you always want to lift the camera. Oh, right. Yeah. Is that you, you want to go from up. up top? Like yeah, me, so you, you can see how big my forehead is. Yes, you never want to look <laughs> down on it. That's how you get the double chin. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, our cosmetic advice and camera placement, that's Crystal. She joins Hello. us. You might recognize her words from valleymom.ca. And you don't have your own podcast, do you? No, I don't. No, not yet. Not yet. This, this could be the, the impetus for it. It yeah. could be. Yeah, we'll if you see. do good, you <laughs> might just get hooked on, uh, hooked on podding. It's very addictive. Yeah. Well, you know me and my addictive nature. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I hope I didn't open the Pandora's box for anything. Well, at yeah. least this is, this is a productive addiction, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable. Wow. It's not going to Allegedly productive. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen yeah. some, some of the podcasters is, out there? Is that how you hurt your back from carrying this podcast, Eric? Yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> zing. Uh, uh, yeah. I only just started listening to podcasts like a year ago because I couldn't even figure out how to access them. I'm like, how do you listen to a podcast? I don't get it. Are these yeah. things? Yeah. I list. I started like ten years ago, only because I kept is seeing like podcasts on the spot? internet, and I was like, I don't know what that is. And then I researched it, and then I started listening to it. Then, and then I think I took like a three or four year break just because I didn't have time. And now I listen to them while I'm at work. So like I'll like, be do doing stuff with my hands, and then like I'll have like need some like motive or like mental. Something to keep me occupied mentally, so I'll listen to them while I'm like grinding stuff at work, stuff like that. Grinding stuff. Oh. Yeah, there you go. My mind went there. I was like, really? <laughs> grinding metal, yeah. not, not like not the uh, Max men. dance floor back in college, eh, Crystal? <laughs> oh, <Max>. Before <laughs> before we started recording, me and Crystal were uh, reminiscing on yeah. living in Kamloops and going to college twenty years ago. And we haven't decided if we miss Kamloops or miss just 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, Kamloops had the best nightlife, surprisingly. Like, I yeah. was not expecting that. I thought mm -hmm. maybe, like, one nightclub and one dive bar. But there were so many. It's so, so many good memories <laughs> in that place. And yeah, there was one. And it was, you'd get your nachos. And they had, like, buck of beer or whatever it was. I think it was Rivers. And it was yeah. karaoke. And then they're like, okay, now it's a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's all. It's all three like just of your had the changeover ones. in one yeah. one location. They did. It like, was great. Yeah. No, I chose karaoke and nightclub. What more could you want, really, from a night yeah. out? You didn't even have to change. No. Anything like change Nothing. location, change your outfit. It's beautiful. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, Sam in the comments just said Cactus Jacks, but that was the country bar, and we didn't go there because we we're cool kids, not country kids. Although. It wasn't really a country bar. It was just like it was like a banging nightclub that played country music, hmm. which is funny. Was it there during my era? I think so. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, because it was there. It was there when you were there, but it was like because it while we were in college, it moved from a smaller place to a bigger place, hmm. and it was like it was funny because when you were there, it was like. It had like neon cactuses literally on the wall. I guess that's why it was called Cactus Jacks and stuff. Oh. And then it was like inside was all like done up like an old barn. So it was like the red paneling with the white crisscross wood. It was oh. pretty cheesy, but I guess that's all great. nightclubs were really cheesy. Yeah. True. That sounds on brand for uh, Loops, though. That's like, <laughs> that's country and, and Western nation, isn't it? Yeah. And now there's no nightclubs. It's all like Joseph Richards groups now. And well, I guess with COVID, you can't really go anyway. But Gabby's yeah. is gone and good old oh, China yeah. Beat and all those places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys are both parents. Now that I have you here, I want to talk about these one child uh, billboards that have popped up in Vancouver. That was a really shitty segue, Dale. Just wanted to call that out. <laughs> that really was. Went, went from nightclubs and the fame camps hey, nightlife to hey, children. How many kids do you think were made after the nightclubs? <laughs> there you go. Better. Yeah. yeah. How many children named Max are out there owing to uh, uh, where they were conceived? <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah. So these billboards popped up all around. I'm just going to keep powering on. I know it's a shitty segue. I'm sorry. I'm just going to okay. plow into it. So... <laughs> Basically, I don't know if this is, uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with the Greta Thunberg thing from a couple of years ago or last year when she said one of the ways to lower your carbon footprint was to only have one child because it, re it reduces your carbon footprint by like 10,000 pounds or something. But uh, there is these billboards and they basically have like pictures of parents with one kid and they say, they say there's a very bunch of various sayings. But they all allude to having one child for the benefit of the earth and that if you have more than one, you're being selfish. Hmm. So, My grandma would have been in trouble. She had six. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think my grandma had seven too, so... Yeah, yeah. my grandparents had seven and nine, respectively, so... Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Prairie that's, families. That's a lot of families. Yeah, that yeah. was back in the day too. And you have two, right, Crystal? I do. Yeah. And two dogs, which are babies. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know if there's any, if it has any, like a sub clause of having one dog. Yeah. What's the carbon <laughs> footprint of uh? hold on. I'm doing some research. Okay. Yeah. You research the carbon footprint of the dogs and see how much they take up. Also maybe look up these billboards to see what they say. Cause I only saw one and it said something just basically, it was pretty like vanilla. It was like, if you have more than one kid, you're being selfish. But, I mean, for me, I would say maybe don't put these billboards in Vancouver because, as like Derek was saying, prairie families, like Vancouver families don't have a lot of kids yeah. on average. Like, no. 
like know, know your audience because if you're putting those in Vancouver, yeah. people in Vancouver live in 300 square foot uh, bachelor suites. So you can only fit, unless you're stacking them in the closet, you can have yeah. one kid maximum uh, in those. I think that would have done uh, probably a lot better out in the Valley uh, yeah. <laughs> where, where people have yeah. giant farm homes that they're just filling with children. Did or even Alberta. Sorry. Were they just restricted to Vancouver? No, they just started popping up in Vancouver because I think okay. the, um, I think it's One Child Org or something like that yeah. is based out of Vancouver. But it's like, yeah, it's like everybody in Vancouver does have one. And it's like, you got to go to like, like, I mean, my sister has four and my brother has four kids, but yeah. my sister lives just outside of Edmonton and my little brother lives in Grinrod and I don't even know who could afford to have four kids in, uh, in Vancouver. That's a hefty price tag on that. Oh, God. We just got the bill. We're going to be doing braces for our oldest daughter. Ooh. And we just had that appointment today. And I'm like, oh, then we got two kids. It's just crazy. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I'd love to have a third. But I could imagine we could never afford to have a third child. Yeah, that's true. That's my nightmare is that Noah ends up needing braces. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of anything more costly. Uh, yeah, yeah to a parent okay uh, so some research here yeah the uh do we know what the carbon footprint is for a uh, child i think average? it's ten thousand. Ten thousand pounds or kilograms okay and that's over a lifetime yeah okay uh so according to one study uh and they they evaluated it by three different breeds uh yeah. they found they did a jack russell terrier a labrador retriever and a saint bernard uh, okay. Jack, Jack Russell emits 600 uh, metric kilograms. Okay. Of carbon over its lifetime. Over its lifetime. Wait, that it, like it f emits? Are they saying that it farts that much carbon, or is uh, that just like? I don't know if that's straight up farting. That's just like that's the carbon <laughs> footprint of a Jack Russell terrier. I, it was it was just a weird way to say it. Like it emits that yeah. much. That carbon that's the wording. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. The dog straight up farts 600 kilograms. Uh, of uh, carbon dioxide into yeah. the air. Uh, the Labrador retrie Retriever is 1.6 metric tons, uh, and the St. Bernard is 2.3 metric tons. Oh, damn it. That really ramps up, eh? Yeah. So everybody get Jack Russells. There you go. Yeah. We, ju we just fixed the environment. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what are your dogs, Crystal? Uh, they are a mix of mini Aussie Cavalier, and um, the one also has miniature Pinscher in them. Cute. Okay, so they're like the Jack Russell size of like, yeah, emitting six hundred kilograms. They're not. Oh, yeah. There's no Saint Bernard in there. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> if I had the space, I would get one for sure. But yeah. yeah when so, I saw the, sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I was gonna say when I saw the billboard and taken back first right away, I was like, "What is this? Some yeah. kind of joke?" But then you start really thinking about it and I could see, like, I never thought in this day and age we'd be wearing masks, but I could see That's in true. like the next 20 years that yeah. this campaign actually does take, not that everyone's going to abide by it. And I don't think there'll ever be rules and regulations like um, in other countries where you see this happening. Yeah. But like, could, like in China where they famously yeah. had the, the one child thing. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say like, it'll never get to the point that China had it. And, um, yeah, that didn't really work out too well for China. Like it just, all these other problems bubbled up that they never really anticipated happening. So they basically, it was so, it ended up being so problematic. They just had to get rid of the policy. 
Yeah. But yeah. I could see more just being a societal, like a peer pressure thing. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Especially, I don't see it being one, but more than two. And then we'd run into the same issues that China had too with the determined picking gender and gender yeah. favoritism, which would be very unfortunate and scary. But you never know. Like, look at the world right now that we're living in. You just 20 years mm-hmm. from now, it's climate change. And you just really, you don't know where it could change and go to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like they put them in Vancouver because that would be the most sympathetic year that they're going to find. Like if you're going to find people that you could peer pressure into only having one child because they feel bad about the earth, you're going to find those people in Vancouver. Yeah. Not in Abbotsford. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not in Abbotsford. It's the perfect blend of being environmentally conscious and hating children is that's, that's (laughs) Vancouverites. That's the Venn diagram. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, Oh, I, I don't really like them and I could save so much more money. So I'll do that. Yeah. Definitely. I'm just doing a little <laughs> bit of research to see if these things showed up anywhere else, but uh, yeah, it looks like just Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. D- um, did you look up the, uh, the company that put them up? Cause I thought I it was like one child.org or something like that. I did not. It is uh, in, an environmental um, one planet, one child.org. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and it's also, you got to get into like the other countries thing. It's like, cause if, if we just all start having one kid here, then is is like countries with super high populations like uh, India and China are they going? Well, China we already talked about. They they probably won't ever go back to one child policy. But like India and what's like the third most populated country? Is it by US? density or by total? By total people, uh... I think it's the U.S. Like three hundred million. Because I know India has over a billion. China has over a billion. How there much? we go. Yeah. Yeah, United States is third. Okay. So, and watch, this is probably a uh, plot twist. This is actually some like black ops campaign by China to get uh, Canadians and Americans to slow their breeding down. <laughs> so that they can just like walk in in 20 years, uh, have the same thing that they, uh, that's happening in Japan right now. I actually saw a really interesting article that's saying that, uh, what, by in the next 50 years or something, the populations of China and Japan are expected to uh, contract and actually, like, decline from where they are right now. Oh, really? Like, I could see Japan declining because they have, they're having a huge problem where there's, um, basically, the kids aren't breeding right now. Like, the, uh, they've, like they've, they've gone past not having kids. They're not even, like getting into marriages and stuff. They're just choosing to work and being like having like single lives where they live with their family. So they don't really need the support system of like a husband or wife because they live with their parents and then like maybe their brothers and sisters. And then they're all so close and online and stuff that they're having this huge problem with like, it's weird because it's like, they're so densely packed, but everybody's kind of lonely in their own little rooms and stuff. Yeah, they're all super isolating. Like, apparently, they're they're setting up incentive programs for like people to just go on dates, like oh, mingle really? mingle with people from the opposite sex. Because yeah, yeah, that's that's not happening anymore. <laughs> That'd be a good show. I yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like uh, super socially awkward dating in Japan. Yes. <laughs> this is totally off topic, but I just saw something in my feed, and it was. Um, 
there's this new thing where you get your, your photo, you set up a photo shoot on your blind date. I don't know if you came across this article. You no. go on a blind, yeah, you go on a blind date with somebody and have a photographer follow you around. I'm like, how awkward would that be? That would be amazing. That would be. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch that. <laughs> could you imagine if it was a terrible blind date? Right. And you totally face? forget about it. And then yeah. like, oh, I guess, yeah, the pictures would be digital. So right away. I was thinking yeah. more about like, when you run in a marathon or whatever and they take pictures of oh, you, you get and them then after. Like, yeah then a week later they're like here's your pictures so then, so you go yeah. on this terrible date and it's so yeah. awkward and then you just get all these pictures of you just like reliving <laughs> your awkward dinner where you're like it would be it would actually kind of be funny because it would be like you'd like have your you be eating your dinner be a photo from the side and it's like you cracking yeah. this joke and think it's hilarious and the other person just giving you this death glare <laughs> <laughs> or you go like on, not being into it. You go on a great date and yeah. uh they ghost you and then a week later you get all these pictures and it's just this yeah. reminder of the time you had your heart ripped from <laughs> your chest and fed to you. Uh yeah, oh. that, that would actually be dope. I wonder yeah. if people are just like playing the odds that like, hey, if we get married, these pictures will be really valuable. Oh yeah. That's a lot uh, of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be then you'll have your like meat cute on. I guess blind dates don't count as meat cutes, do they? What the fuck is a meat? Yeah, it's a meat cute. What? It's like when you meet someone cutely, like they're like, oh, we had a meat cute. We oh. like ran into each other and dropped our stuff. It's, Nobody you has ever said that word before. I've never heard of a meat. Oh, I right. thought like, this up? like meat, and it was cute. So I'm like, oh. Thousands of people. Okay, I used to watch a lot of romantic comedies when I was single, so there was always meat cutes in those. That's all I'm going by. Oh, it's on Wikipedia, so it must be true. Yeah, in film and television, a meat cute is a scene in which the two people who will form a future romantic couple meet for the first time typically under unusual, humorous, or cute circumstances. There you go. All right. I.e., yeah, so if you're on a blind date and you have a meet cute, you'd be like, oh, remember I'm meet cute, huh? <laughs> like you're saying. <laughs> well, I guess I met my husband at a really shitty dive karaoke bar, and it was my going away party to go to Kamloops for yeah. the journalism program. Interesting. Oh, yeah, what a time like, to meet someone when you're leaving. Yeah, the going away. away. Single and date all these guys and have fun. And it's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I remember you went back. You would go back from, like, because we were in school in Kamloops and you would yeah. go back all the time to go hang out with your boyfriend. And we were like all like, well, was my fiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After four months, remember? That's Damn. Like, oh, yeah. 21. And I drove the Coquihalla in a really crappy little car with no radio and a broken windshield. And I did that every weekend. No radio? Oh, that would have been Nothing. brutal. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, we would always bug you, but secretly we were all jealous. We're like, oh, she already has a fiance. She doesn't have to date anymore. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that it's was like, the dream. Yeah, you think you love dating. And then you just realize that it's just a huge ordeal. Yeah. And it's very trying. Yep. <laughs> I, I still Tell don't us have more about your thoughts on dating there, Dale. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows my thoughts on dating, that it's a lot of work. And uh, yeah. I mean, if dating was easy, the social media would be empty pretty much. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I manage a dating site for somebody. I'm not going to say who. 
I'm like their dating manager. I almost oh, really? catfish in a way. Interesting. And I, I try to find people and there's nobody good out there. No, there isn't. Especially like, I don't know who this is, but if they're like our age, like. Is it a famous person? No. But if you're, yeah, like if you're getting up to 40, it's like all the good ones are taken and all the other ones okay. are like got some baggage from the yeah. old relationships or if they're men they want somebody 30 or younger even if they're 70 yeah that's yeah. the cutoff yeah or Once they're like super desperate to start a family right away because they like had like wasted all their time and yeah. they're like i only have one shot at this now that i'm 40 i gotta get kids right away yeah it's funny. i still see uh i'm i'm a member of a couple dating groups on facebook um, oh really and, yeah and it's mostly just like it's mostly just women talking about how shitty men are but i'm like surprised by the number of uh they'll talk about men like in between 40 and 50 who are still like refusing to settle down or not looking for anything serious so i'm like shitty for those dudes because once they hit 50 and they're like oh i want the one child i'm permitted by law so yeah let's let's go out there and make it and it's there are biological clocks for men as well that's the thing yeah, I can't even imagine being 50 and not like, like my whole plan is to have a kid like pretty quick. And then by the time I'm 50, I won't care because I'll just be involved in the kid's life. So I won't have to worry about what I'm doing. I'll just be like, well, the kid's got to do this. He's got to go to like sports and he's got to do school. And then I don't have to worry about like if I'm being productive or not. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what parenthood's right is, right? hundred percent. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Plus the one thing I wish people would have fucking told me about having a kid later in life is like, you need to have the energy to keep up with a child. And like yeah. I had Noah when I was what, 30, 34. Uh, yeah. And it's just fucking sucked every step of the way because uh, there's this six-year-old with boundless energy and all I want to do is nap on the couch most of the time. So uh, this yeah. injury has actually been a huge blessing in that I literally cannot move. <laughs> so. Yeah, he can't make you do anything because yeah. you're like, dad's injured. I got to lay on the couch. Yeah. Mine yeah. are at that sweet spot right now. They're 9 and 11 where they just – my 11-year-old babysits now. She's taking the course. So if Ooh. I want to run off and do something and they're totally self-sufficient, they get oh, themselves dressed, on. brush their teeth, they've started cooking – and they love watching horror movies. That's a big thing. So it's like we all are into the same stuff. It's like having extra friends and we hang out. <laughs> so friends fun. that are legally obligated to spend time with yeah, you. Yeah. Have, I, le I legitimately have fun with them. I've been showing them all like 80s horror movies and comedies. And they like Flight of the Navigator and Ladder. Oh, oh yeah. that movie's so fucking yeah, good. So good. They, they love them. Elvira, we watched that last weekend. <laughs> That's good stuff. Nice. Yeah, like, oh, that's, I guess that's one of the good things about kids is you show them all the stuff you loved. And then when they love it, you're like, oh, it holds up. That's awesome. Yeah. Or like, they go the other way and they just hate everything oh, yeah. that you love because they hate you and they want to rebel <laughs> against you. Um, so they like the like polar opposite shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying mine does that, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's but. <laughs> It's, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Is this the awkward moment where you just start breaking down because your child doesn't like you? Yeah. How old is your child? He's uh, six years old. So Aww. basically he doesn't, he likes 
like fucking Paw Patrol and uh, Lego yeah. at this point, YouTube? which the Lego I can get behind. Um, oh yeah, and he's a huge YouTuber. Like it's what scary are those how the ninja he, guys that the ninja hackers? Uh, the spin spy, ninjas. The spy, spy ninjas. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Oh man, he was so he was um just throwing Derek's kid under the bus, but he was, he was like, Dale, you got to see this. He didn't say Dale, but there was a couple of us in the room. He's like, you got to see this fight scene. So he shows us this um, YouTube fight scene from spy ninjas. And it was just, we got to get you into like uh, power Rangers. Cause this is even worse than that. Like I remember just being like, it looked like people who make YouTube content doing fake fighting. And it was so obviously fake, but the other yeah. fighting on YouTube is actual real fighting. You don't really want your kids watching that. Crystal, how much uh, YouTube do do you permit your kids to watch? See, I, I hate YouTube so much. It's these creepy, like, middle-aged women and men, and they're like, oh, look at my doll, and blah, blah, blah. It's so, <laughs> I hate it. And their voices annoy me. And I'm like, why can't you guys just watch real TV? Like, watch cartoons. And no, they don't. Like we they used just, to. Yeah, they just want to watch that. And I'm like, no more screens. Watch TV. Like, watch TV instead. It's better for you. That doesn't count as a screen anymore. Yeah. yeah. You have to be organic and go go back to the old-fashioned organic TV screen. Instead well, there's no of Saturday, Saturday morning cartoons or anything anymore. It's just these creepy people in their mid-40s playing with dolls. It's weird. Yeah. They are making millions of dollars. To I know. Do Maybe doll, I should which is the most that. absurd thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like on Ryan's World or whatever. Yeah, or watch. They love Roblox. That's their huge thing. Oh yeah, that's Noah's big into that too. Yeah. yeah. Do they play the video game or do they just watch videos of it? They play it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're huge into that. Yeah. But no, I'm always having to regulate it because it's crack. Like they'll just they would stay on it 24 seven. I'm like, okay, give it to me just one sec. Just what I just got to do this. I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Like when I was a kid, I used to get up at because when I was really young, we had cable for a bit because it was left over from the people who lived in the house before us. Yeah, and I would get up at like four in the morning on Saturday and watch like the East Coast cartoons, and it was like it would start then, and I couldn't Hard even work. imagine of how bad I would have been if it was like on demand, if I could have just watched it whenever I wanted. Uh... Because, yeah, back then it was self-regulating because it would start at, like, whatever time you got up. But then it would be over by noon because, like, old person television would start and then yeah. there'd be no more cartoons. So it was like... Old, what is old person television? <laughs> just, like, fishing shows and uh, Oh, that's golf? exactly what it was. Like, fishing mash. and then <laughs> golf and MASH. <laughs> <laughs> MASH is a definite old person show. My older brother loved MASH. I hated it the whole I time. I hated it so much. Yeah. When you only have two channels oh. and there's a show on that you kind of just don't even like you by the end of your childhood you just hate that show and that was mash yeah. that was star trek and mash for me I hate star trek Shows over. Oh, we're, we're gonna have a talk here. <laughs> I was just—I've been watching Star Trek the original series because it's like the last one I haven't watched, and I fucking love it. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh man, this is so good. It's just like so old and cheesy, and yeah. it's space. <laughs> But it was like, if it wasn't set in space, I wouldn't like it at all because it would just no. be like a cheesy, like weird drama. Mm. Yeah. And do you remember at midnight, you would just get those lines, like you'd be babysitting and all of a sudden it's like, nope, no more TV for you. And the lines would come on. 
Oh yeah, and then they'd have the flag and the national anthem would play. And it was and so like, scary, oh. and you're like, but the parents aren't home for two more hours. What am I gonna do? <laughs> They start searching through their drawers. Yeah, looking for VHS tapes. Yeah. That with like cartoons or something on them. Or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you don't find a bad one. Yeah. Home homemade pornos. Oh. <laughs> Never found those. Or, or even worse, just like eighties pornos. <laughs> oh, I've seen well, I am you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no i remember being a kid and coming across those at a friend's parents house and we're like oh my god <laughs> no that's <Your dad's> disgusting <laughs> <Our dad's> dis <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i used to know someone who worked at a video store and they would tell us about all the parents that would rent porn <laughs> oh like, really oh, oh. dad came in and rented this oh yeah that, that's that's no bueno you gotta like go to a city where you don't know anybody because if you're like because if you like like now i guess society's more accepting of people's like kinks and stuff but yeah. when we were like 20 years ago there was if you were into anything slightly off kilter like the whole world would find out yeah. oh yeah well definitely in like yeah it's not like seminar yeah crystal where did you grow up in here? I yeah, mostly the lower mainland, so like Langley, oh, okay. Surrey. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, on one hand, that's good because it's big enough that you could just drive to a different city to get your porno. Like if you're in Langley, you could go <laughs> to Abbotsford or say it some. But yeah, like me and Derek grew up in tiny towns in the interior, and mm. just everybody knew what was going on. That was everybody. a big selling feature for homes in Langley. They would always add it to the real estate listing. It's like, just drive <laughs> to a different town to get your porno. It's close yeah, they, they had the porno shops listed by distance from the, the house. <laughs> so Derek, yeah. when, you, when you knew Dale like in his 20s, did, was that around when he used to have a phone cord in his pocket? Because he was all ironic and hipster before hipsters were a thing? Yeah, that was uh, 100%. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I did that. Old, old counterculture Dale. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just hipster bored. Before hipsters were cool. <laughs> and now, true. Dale, yeah, now you've gone like full on normcore. It's like I saw pictures of you the other day and I'm like, this guy looks like he should always be wearing Crocs. Like, oh, just yeah. like <laughs> never takes the Crocs off his feet. <laughs> but I don't wear Crocs. I wear dad flops, <laughs> which are uh, strapped sandals. But uh, yeah, no, I, like a couple of years ago, I was just like, you know what? this comfort thing it's yeah. pretty good it really is it really is i used to be all about the going out and like the huge stiletto shoes and really tight jeans and now i put them on and i feel like i'm gonna die and i'm like nope oh yeah runners are going back on well and you think like covid especially has just like completely dropped a bomb on people giving a shit what they look like, oh, exactly. like oh dude everyone's just been wearing sweatpants for the past four or five months covid yeah. was my death knell I like, I won't even gel my hair if I'm going out anymore. It's just like, I wake up, I put on clothes and that's what you get. Yeah. Well, I, I just mean, got my eyebrows. If they look really big right now, I just got them re-tattooed like two days ago. Okay. But I'm like, re now you wear the mask, they're like quite prominent. Sorry, you go. No, Dale. No, Dale, you go, Dale. No, because you're going to ask a question about her eyebrows. I'm going to ask a different question. I was specifically going to ask, like, how often do you have to get them re-tattooed? Uh, this one, well, I used to get something called microbladed, and it's, like, where they li are literally um, scratching the surface of your skin, like, cutting into your skin and filling it with pigment. 
And that only lasts, it's a superficial scratch. So it lasts about six months. These are powder brows. So it's supposed to last about two years. Oh, wow. Because I had 90s brows where I like plucked them so thin. They were like little lines like Drew Barrymore that they just never grew back. So I usually have to do makeup. So now I can just wake up and it's like brows. Nice. Yeah, yeah I was going to say like, my question was when you're wearing a mask, do you like notice that you have to like, over accentuate your expressions so people know what you're talking about or like well yeah especially i just got botox for the first time too around my eyes so yeah. i'm like i have nothing to offer you <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't move you're like i got a it mask doesn't move. And, yeah. i'm like i'm really smiling here hey <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because i've noticed like i'll be like walking and someone will like be like hey and i'm like hmm and then it's yeah. like, dude, and like my eyebrows don't move. Like the only way you could tell I'm saying hi is I move my whole head. I'm like, hey. yeah. 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 So now it's like with masks, it's like, I guess you could do that. But it's just like, you just, you're like, do people think I'm angry all the time or? Yeah. Yeah. In a way, it's kind of nice because it just, I feel like I'm hidden and I'm kind of not really a sociable person when I'm out. And it kind of gives you that extra <laughs> Just cuts yeah. you off from the world and you don't have to make small talk and you can just go in and do your thing and get out. Yeah. Nobody recognizes you. Nobody's trying to talk. Like, it's just awkward to have a conversation through masks now. It's too. the worst. You that? It's like, yeah. It totally is. I love the just like awkwardly, like when you see someone, you're like, hey, and then you just leave because of COVID. You're like, well, we can't talk. We COVID. can't be close to yeah. each other. And then you're just like, like, it's funny because in the story, like you're just avoiding everybody. And it was like, if you did that before, it was so awkward just because yeah. of like, yeah. If you were single, how would you hit on somebody at the bar now? Like, that's the story I want to read. I mean, why Ooh. the fuck would you be at a bar in the first place? Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, if you're in Florida, they're kind of recommending it right now. Yeah. Oh, oh Dale, yeah, there's a, a segue. segue. See? There you go. There you go I got buddy. it back. You did it. <laughs> All right, you want to jump yeah. into this? Okay, so at first when I was when I was planning on what we were going to talk about this week, I just put that the governor of Florida just wants to open everything up in Florida because, I don't know, he's a crazy person and he just either doesn't think COVID's real or he just what, cares about the economy so much. But then he one-upped himself by saying that he wants to legislate people in colleges basically ha being able to have a college life because he was saying – that it's so important that they like go do their parties and go to the classes and all hang out so that they get like a normal, well-adjusted college life that he's basically telling colleges that they're not allowed to um, reprimand students for not following COVID restrictions anymore. Mm. How I do mean, you think that, this is going to play? Like, yeah, that very much sounds like, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Florida. Also, Florida already has yeah. 633,000 cases, which is that like four times as much as Canada. Well, I it saw. Happened with one. So that's what makes it so scary. And they, they were, they decided to do this because rates had gone down so much, but everybody had their masks on and all this protocol was into place. So it's yeah. going to be bad. Yeah. And Florida, like Georgia, Oh, no, wait, that's, yeah, but, like, the Florida-Georgia part, that's, like, almost the worst part of the country because that's where everybody's like, well, if you go to the beach, the sand gets rid of COVID, and you're like, what? No, it doesn't. 
it's like that deadly blend of absolutely no education and yeah. not following any public health measures at all. Oh, and the worst part was the governor found a Harvard uh, University prof. And this is what this guy said. Uh, his name is Martin Kudolf. He said, universities should operate almost normally, except that older professors should teach classes online and that teaching assistants could appear in person to help students. He also maintained that as a matter of policy, college students shouldn't be tested for COVID-19 because they are young and won't succumb to the virus. Like, he doesn't even want them to be tested. And this is a guy from Harvard. That's also true for uh, college students and STDs. So if you're listening to this and you're in college, you do not have to get tested for anything. Yeah. Uh, I want to make that clear. And he was like further in the article, he goes forward to saying that they, he doesn't even think they should be um, self-quarantining because they'll get sad if they're lonely in college. It's like, what are these like, these are supposed to be adults and you're treating them like less of kids. Like you don't want them to be alone because they'll get sad avoiding a deadly virus. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. It's beyond like, so I guess we'll just kind of wait and see what happens in Florida. When you see, like you read all these stories about all these college kids that are still partying and then I like, you look down on it, but then I try to think back to our twenties. Would we have been, following rules or would we be these crazy no, fuck kids, no. fuck right? uh, i can conclusively say it i would no. i would i would have like uh well i would definitely have given up by now but i think when i was in college age at first i wouldn't have like gone to bars and stuff and i would have taken it easy for like a month and then yeah. i would have that thing where it's like well nothing's happened so far so we're good like yeah. i want to i want to pretend i'd be better than these college students I know, but i know i, I wouldn't well, especially if you're living in a dorm and you're not visiting your family, that would make it hard too. You're oh, away yeah. from, and you're like, well, I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not, I'm not working. I'm not seeing my grandparents for another four months. And that's probably the mentality a lot of them have. We're all together and that becomes your new family. Oh yeah, exactly. Like you'd find so many different ways to justify it. would be like, well, I'm only hanging out with young people and we're not getting it that bad. And then if, if I get sick, I'll just not talk to people then. And then, yeah, like not even thinking about asymptomatic people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because your brain's, I think it's 24 when your frontal lobe is fully developed. Fully developed. You, yeah. you don't even have that chip in your brain that tells you that, that regulates that behavior, right? That maturity chip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to be the guy, but I don't think even at 24, I was fully mature. Like, I still feel like maybe my frontal lobe will continue growing because 24, I feel like, yeah. 24 is gonna be the year for you buddy <laughs> i feel like there's a point where i'm like i feel like i should be more mature than i am and oh, like yeah. just be more like whatever obscure like impression you had of an adult when you were a kid like i just feel like i haven't reached that point yet i don't think it ever comes i think that's just a lie like when i'm with all the other moms at the school i look at them i'm like they're like real parents and i look to them for advice i'm like i don't feel like a real mom yeah, I feel that. Although I don't think, uh, I just assume now that everyone is completely full of shit and uh, yeah. nobody really has anything figured out at all. We, we're all just, some people are better at pretending than others. Yeah, I think so. Like Dale pretending to be on the podcast right now. Dale, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, just, I just realized I made a typo in the title of this uh, podcast episode and it was bugging me. So I was going to see if I could edit it, but I don't think I can. So 
It's also really interesting to see, um, like you look at the numbers in Florida and then you look at the numbers like here in BC or even general in Canada, like we, we hit like, what was it? 700 new cases in Ontario or something and people are freaking the fuck out. Uh, and you look in at Florida and it's like, you know, a f- what, a few thousand or many thousands of cases, new cases a day. Uh, and they're not concerned at all. And yeah. we're like 700 cases, like put everything back into lockdown. Um, it's just interesting to see the, the difference in how we're taking it culturally versus uh, Americans are. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like how even like we like we had 100 cases and you're like lock everything down. Like Trudeau was like, OK, the second wave is going to be starting. We're going to have to all buckle down and all this stuff. And then the states are like, well, let's open everything up. Yeah. Do you think that'll be us six months from now? Um, I think, yeah. I think we'll be fully opened up within six months. I hope we are. Yeah. I mean, that's so long. On What's one six hand, months from now? Fucking yeah, February? So, yeah, yeah, but that's flu season. March, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and then they and they said that if you get the flu and COVID at the same time, it's like double death. Like you're for sure. You'll you'll die twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no helping you. Yeah, I had Norwalk, and that was brutal. That oh. was the worst. I lost ten pounds in one night. Like it was bad. Oh wow! Did you get it from a cruise ship? No, I have no idea where I got it from, but it was the worst thing I've ever had. And I had two, I had a toddler running around and a baby in the crib. And Jason was working late downtown at work and he couldn't get off. And I couldn't help the kids. They're both screaming. It was horrible. So bad. Did your kids get sick too, or was it just you? They got, they both ended up getting sick, but a very mild version. Like they always do just like they're seeing kids with COVID, but it was oh, like, I probably nice, should have gone to the hospital that night looking back at it. Like it was so bad. Yeah. I think I, I think when I lived in Kamloops 10 years ago, I had H1N1. Like I was like, I wasn't, I didn't like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, lose 10 pounds like you did, but I was like, it was the first <laughs> time I had ever been like bedridden and I couldn't get yeah. out of bed for two days. And it's like, I can't even imagine getting this and just being like super duper sick. Yeah. yeah. Even though like what the mild cases, everyone's like, oh, I was like fucked up and totally out of commission for 11 days or something. So uh, world's hardest pass on that. Yeah, exactly. My cousin's wife and daughter, they both hundred percent believe they had it. It was right in February and, mm. but they were, it wasn't really known like that it was local that much. It was more talking about in China and they didn't really know about any local cases and they both, well, the daughter ended up on the ventilator and to this day, I went to the drive-in with her and she's had the cough. Like she still has the cough. She's not sick anymore. Yeah. Messed her up. And then she's young and healthy in her forties and she coughed the entire movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I was heard somewhere that like, um, there's people who had it that are complaining about how they um, they still have fatigue. Yeah. That would be rough. You just coughed, didn't you? Oh, you got oh. <laughs> Is that Dale. Dale. me. Dale. <laughs> I think I got COVID from this podcast. No, yeah. I don't know what happened. I think it's because I stopped drinking. If I don't drink water constantly while I'm talking, my throat yeah. dries out. 
That, that's a that's a COVID symptom. Sorry, yeah. you got it. That's a having a sexy voice symptom. <laughs> you guys had the COVID test? No, I haven't. I had it a couple weeks ago. So I thought it was worse than childbirth. And I've had two kids really? no drugs. I hated it. I hated oh, it. Damn. Was, is it was that horrible. the one where they stick it up your nose? They like swab yeah. the back of your like skull pretty much. <laughs> yeah. it's, but- it's like they stick a pencil and they shove it like into your brain cavity. And then she's, and you think they're going to quickly pull it out. But no, she goes, now we're going to do five swipes. And it's like, ew, ew. What? Huh. oh, it's bad. I hated it. Oh. Like, and yeah, they're like, they just had a cough from the smoke. Oh, no. <laughs> the fires. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we're, we, now that we've got this in here, we're just going to tickle those little folds in your brain. Yeah, they're like, you should have washed your hands, lady. You should have <laughs> <been more> careful. <laughs> they're like, we got to make sure we get in the crease sample. Yeah. I've heard bad things about it, personally. I've never had it because I was, um, because at first they were like, uh, pretty much not giving it to anybody unless you had like were old or had like big like specific symptoms yeah. so i just kind of and then i just i've never been sick enough to get one i kind of want to get one just to like because oh, it's like you know how everybody thinks they had it at one point so they yeah. can do the test to see if you have the those like things left in your blood that you did have it so i kind of want to see if i did at one point have it or not but yeah. i mean i don't know if i, I don't think i did well, I don't, the COVID test that I did, it doesn't tell you if you had it, only if you have it. Oh, like okay. currently, like it's not an antibody test. No, I think you'd have to do a blood test for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. The antibody one. That's what I was trying to think. Yeah. You definitely don't want to get the nose one for shits and giggles. No, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I know a former cokehead who said it was just great. Cause she has no, like nothing up there. Right. So it was all a hollow. Yeah. It was like a hot dog down the hallway. Of her nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's no resistance there like maybe you just yeah so maybe before you go get a covid test just do a whole bunch of coke and melt there the little go. thingy in your brain and then you don't have to like go through a membrane or anything yeah. i wonder if because i've used the neti pot a lot i wonder if that would help it like not be as bad or if that would even help against the COVID because when they do the test are they like swabbing your sinus cavity oh yeah like it feels like it's in your brain it's just the gross even just talking about it I can feel it I can feel oh. it right now oh I want to gag I like yeah that triggers my gag reflex a little bit thinking it's about horrible. it like and my daughter had it and she's 10 yeah. and she had she said it was a little uncomfortable but she was fine but I think they're more gentle with kids and maybe I just had a really rough lady because oh, yeah. I like to think I'm pretty tough. And she just went right in there. And after she pulled it out, I'm like, that was the horrible. Like, that was so bad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, was it? I got to go back in. Maybe yeah. she's just jealous of your blog. <laughs> <Take two. laughs> she's like, I see all the stuff you get to do with your little adventures and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to make this hurt. <laughs> blog about this, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wanted to make sure she made the blog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I want to leave a lasting impression. Yeah. It got cool. weird and quiet now. Yeah. yeah. Those awkward silences. You just see the thing you got to do with awkward silences is you just convince yourself you love them. And then when they hit you, you're just like, oh, yeah. and then you just like accept them and love them. And then they won't be as bad. Extend them for as long as possible. Oh man, could you imagine <laughs> new podcast idea? Just like awkward pause factory, where we just like <laughs> we'll st- I'll just like start a question and I'll stop. 
that that'll just be like a podcast of awkward pauses. It'll be like kind of like the gateway drug for socially awkward people. So it's like Ooh, it, it kind of gets them like almost comfortable, but it's like, oh, I recognize this being awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can just show them my eye. We could dance. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great for all the people who only listen to this. Well, if you're only listening to this, Crystal has, I don't even know how to explain it. What is it? Just like your eyelid quivers? It's called Marcus Gun Jawwink. And I, like one of the one of the nerves is like wired somehow to my brain it's like a really random birth defect apparently only yeah. like one percent of the population have it and so every time i move my jaw to like talk or chew gum my eye dances my left eye oh weird yeah and i'd never known anybody my entire life but through social media because i posted about it and i did a hashtag yeah. And then I started getting like people from all over the world that would message me. Like a lot of parents being like, my baby has this. Should I have the surgery? I'm, and they cut into your brain to get this. Like they, apparently oh. they still, yeah, they sew your eye open. So it's like sewn like that for like a month. That's part of the surgery. Wait, and they, what? They sew it open for a month? Sew it open. Yeah, it's part of the Jeez. healing. Like so what? Like, permanently? Like you can't, no. how do you sleep? <laughs> well, permanently, yeah, for a couple months. For I guess they put a cotton ball on it or something, but I'm like, I'm just going to keep That sounds even drier. Right? <laughs> Who doesn't want a wonky eye? Oh. Okay. You know how you were talking about having like the COVID test and it making you gag? Like having, thinking so of right. having my eyeball like sewn open is making my eyes yeah. water so bad. And then the cotton ball thing, I'm just like, oh. Right? I'm like going to cry on the podcast for that. We're going to, we're going to have to put a trigger warning on this one. I think <laughs> it's are. like extreme physical discomfort. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like awkward silences and awkward physical discomfort. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with another ham fisted segue because Dale, I don't know Dale, how you're better than that. I don't know how to link having your eyes sewn open to smoking cigarettes. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess what like w when you were smoking, sometimes you get like cigarette smoke in your eye, and that hurt. And having your eye sewn open mm, for a month no. would hurt. Just go. Okay. Just what go. about go. this news article? Is kind of eye eye raising, eyebrow raising. Ah, there you go. There you go. You're you're hired. You're the new host of the podcast. <laughs> now you lead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh. The head guy over at Marlboro thinks that they will not sell cigarettes in 15 years. And, but they'll still, still have nicotine products. Like he's thinking they'll go to smokeless like, um, or vapes or I guess like nicotine gum or. Yeah. Stuff like, like I don't that. think, I don't think the story here is that like nicotine addiction is going to be a thing of the past. I think it's just more that like uh, the market has demanded <laughs> maybe yeah. ways smell less shitty or uh uh are less cancer causing allegedly oh yeah um, and i th i think too with like from the wild smoke fire that we had or the smoke that we had for like that week and a half or whatever and how hard that was on our lungs like if that's what we're looking at going forward you don't want to you don't want to put like any sort of cigarette smoke or anything in your lungs like we're gonna have to deal with just like poopy air in the world so you don't want to add cigarette smoke on top of that yeah 
And just so. the societal thing too. Like, I don't think I know anybody who smokes anymore. I know maybe one person and people who vape, but. I quit smoking a couple of years ago. And even like, I felt like I was one of the last smokers in Vancouver. Yeah. And like everywhere yeah. I go, people were like, you know, giving me looks or like, <laughs> you know, smokers was like one of those classes of citizens that everyone felt totally empowered to just shit all over all the time. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Like you could absolutely shame them for their choices. So yeah, it's even worse now. Like I remember like I used to smoke. So when I was smoking, it was still like in bars and in restaurants and in Denny's you could smoke. And then it was like, okay, you can't smoke indoors. You got to go to like the smoking room then you got to go outside and now it's like, okay, get 20 feet away from the door. Just if I could see you smoking, you're not, you're too close. Just yeah. keep going. Be, uh, be at least 10 meters from another human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't want to see you and your horrible life choices. Get out of here. Yeah. Like at, at work, there's a couple people who smoke it. It's just so foreign to like see people with a cigarette in their hand now. Yeah. It's weird. Dale, you work in the trades. Are there a lot of uh, a lot of guys who smoke at your your shop? At my shop, there is, I think there's two. Yeah, there's the weird thing. Well, there was an older guy who smoked, but then he had a heart attack, so he had to quit smoking. There's something you see like, <laughs> like fifty year old guy had a heart attack, so now he like eats salad and doesn't smoke. But uh, there's like two guys in their twenties, like late twenties, that still smoke, and you're like. You just have no idea. Late 20s? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, I think I quit when I was 26. Well, I quit the first time when I was 24, and then I quit for good when I was 26. So it's like, you see people that old, and you're like, you should probably know better. And the one guy goes to the gym and works out and stuff. It's like, doesn't that F up your, like, running and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I never got into. But I grew up, well, I guess you guys did too, in the era where in the 80s. And mm-hmm. like my parents would both be smoking and the windows rolled up. And that was oh, just the way it was. Yeah. My grandparents, everybody. It was yeah. so disgusting. That it's I wild just- to think that you used to be able to just fucking smoke on airplanes. Like that's the yeah. thing that blows yeah. my mind. That's the crazy yeah. one is airplanes. is Because yeah. it was like, it was recycling and there's no way to get away from it. And it's oh, like. So gross. Like, just imagine right now, like I used to be a smoker and if somebody lit a cigarette on the airplane, I would have like a complete like confrontation meltdown. I can't even imagine how people were just like, wow, that's what we do. We smoke around each other now. And in like restaurants and stuff where you just like the person beside you would just be smoking while you're eating. Like how did non-smokers deal with that shit? Yeah, exactly. How did, I guess they just didn't feel empowered to speak up for themselves because so many people were smoking. Well, I remember just going to the bar in my early 20s and you would just reek and you'd have to throw your clothes yeah. in the hamper right away and they just stunk so bad, like cigarette smoke. Yeah, and like I know a lot of girls had to like have a shower when they got home because their hair would smell like cigarettes. And like I, I was smoking in there. I remember like being on the dance floor with like a drink and a smoke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You like bump into somebody. <laughs> Spill yeah. your drink on your smoke, and then you got to start <laughs> all over again. You're like, oh, I got to go find a lighter. I got to get off the dance floor. <laughs> I wanted to hear more about these girls that had to have a shower after their <laughs> Yeah, Dale. Do tell. <laughs> uh, 
they're just friends, girls that yeah. were friends. Oh. And uh, like, they would just be like, oh, I got to have a shower when I get home from the bar because it smells like, because my hair smells like smoke and then I can't sleep. And it's like, think yeah. about it. And you're like, yeah, that would. It, it was so strong. Yeah. I was like, I, even as a smoker, I was like, oh, I got to take this shirt off and like throw it in the hamper, like you said, just so you didn't smell it. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird thing was like, as I was quitting smoking, there was the people who like, you could tell they smoked in their house and people who only smoked outdoors because the people who smoke in their house just like reek of it all the time. And then people who smoke outdoors kind of smell like it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, <laughs> at least we're moving away from that. I don't know if, uh, if vapes are necessarily any better, but uh... I heard vapes were super bad for with COVID. Like, Kids who vape a lot were like having a lot of problems with COVID, but that's just kind of like anecdotal evidence you hear. Well, yeah, I remember there was something like in early days of COVID where it was coming out and they actually were like, uh, they did some studies because they thought that nicotine might actually protect you against it. Cause it's just oh yeah. Like, Wasn't it, Marlboro like going to do like a uh, fund a nicotine based COVID vaccine or something? Something like that, yeah. Where yeah. it's just, I think the premise was that like nicotine fucked up your body so bad that when it attacked itself, it was pretty much ineffective. <laughs> uh, but I, I actually don't know what, uh, what came of that. I, I think it just quietly went away when they realized how dumb of an idea it was. They're like, <laughs> this is never going to work. Yeah, because they were talking about how somehow the nicotine would cause your lungs to like, because the way COVID works is like, so you've seen the pictures of the balls with the little thingies out. Apparently that like goes in your lungs and hooks on the side. So I guess they thought if you had nicotine, it wouldn't hook onto the sides and you would just like expel it without it like infecting you. Hmm. I'm a scientist. It sounds about right. <laughs> That's sorry. Sorry to speak uh, science jargon with you guys. I could uh, put it in layman's terms. But <laughs> it's, yeah. My, uh, my tiny non-scientist brain could not comprehend any of that don't worry Derek it is a pretty hard subject to master thanks Dale thank you <laughs> oh speaking of uh, <laughs> other <laughs> um speaking of adverse health effects from stuff you eat oh I mean Halloween's coming up so maybe don't let your kids eat all the black licorice are you guys doing Halloween with your kids? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it in that he can dress in uh, like a costume. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably just buy a fucking bag of candy from the store and eat that. I don't know. Is anyone doing trick-or-treating this year? Do we feel know. comfortable doing that? Because they, yeah, they kind of said they weren't doing it and then they're like, okay, you can trick-or-treat, but distance. Yeah. And it's like, you don't, I wouldn't want my kids touching, like getting like, like we spent like what, six months not touching things and hand That's sanding. The and then you just want to spread candy around. Yeah. No, I, I've been in different mom groups asking too, because I didn't want to be the one mom who wasn't doing it or the one yeah. mom that was. And it looks like most aren't. So it's going to be pretty quiet out there. And a lot are just doing like little home parties. So I think we're just going to have like two friends or family members from our bubble and we're going to do like an old school eighties, like haunted house where you put your hands in like the, 
Oh, the, the noodles and like, you know what I mean? They blindfold yeah. the eyeballs of the olives. And then we're going to hide candy around the house and Ooh. probably freak the kids out and then watch some scary movies and just do that. I love, see, Halloween is my Christmas. I love Halloween. Yeah. So I I'm a, I love all, like, it's weird because I love all the images and stuff, like all the spooky stuff, but I don't really like, I don't know. It is, it is really fun, but like, on the other hand, it's like, I guess when I was a kid, I loved um, trick-or-treating and stuff. But, like, now I'm kind of like every time someone's like, hey, do you want to go do this? I'm like, mm, I don't really want to go to a party on Halloween and, like, have to dress up and stuff. But He's like that about most things. It doesn't matter what you ask him or when you <laughs> yeah. ask him. It's, uh, do I have to? I'd rather just yeah. stay at home in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see about this haunted corn maze, though? I went to it. I was I went to the media night. Oh really? Yeah, is I was there last week. Is it actually scary? Where is it? Well, you know what? See, the corn maze really messed with me because it made me think that I'm a freak. Because <laughs> I am so no, seriously, I'm so desensitized. I'm this weirdo who loves horror movies. Like every yeah. horror movie that comes out, I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I just I want to get scared, so I was really excited. And it is scary. The people we were with were freaked out, and I could see it being definitely being scary. And I'm like, can I go on the front? Like, I want to get scared. Oh and yeah, like, like, yeah, please. Yeah. And like people are chasing me with chainsaws and like severed heads and stuff. And I'm like, hey, like it's just not, it doesn't do it for me. I'm so desensitized now. Yeah, My, I, was gonna, uh, I was gonna say because like, I was gonna ask you like, is it actually scary? But it's like also it's like you know it's fake and you know it's gonna come out. So it's like it's gonna be pretty hard to like get. It you, is, I guess it's better than a regular haunted house. It's really neat that you're actually outside under the moon. It's dark. Uh, it's already naturally foggy, not fog machines. And what they used to do, apparently, I didn't go to that one, is the actors would grab you and take you away from your group and hide you. So that I would have loved. And there was like a slide, there was hurdles you had to get over. So that would have been really fun. They but- have, uh, it's it's something they're starting to do in the States or you're seeing more and more now where they have like extreme haunted houses you know, where like yeah. the actors are allowed to like contact you and even rough you up a little bit, like actually scare the shit out of you. Wasn't um, there that one in the States where it's like you had to sign this huge waiver and they like yeah, waterboard like you and yeah. stuff? Like a 40 yeah, page waiver or something. Yeah. And if you, go, if you go through it successfully, they give you $20,000 and not a single person has. Really? Holy yeah. shit. I mean, I could use $20,000, but I think as soon as they start, they're like, we're going to waterboard you. I'm like, I'm out. Don't even start. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I knew you were going to do that coming into this, and I'm still yeah. I'm out. I feel like this will be worse than the COVID test, and I heard that was horrible, so I'm out. Uh, I, I didn't even know what that was till I watched Ozark, and they waterboarded Ruth, and I'm oh, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. No, just Sorry. <laughs> That's like from what, season two or season three? Is season three out? I binged them all. I watched them so like pretty much through COVID that I can't remember. It's Uh, all just a blur of like nachos and Slurpees. Oh my God. I've been watching so much Netflix. Like I said, I'm on my last Star Trek series. But uh, yeah, I think I stalled out on Ozark uh, halfway through season two, I think. I always have this problem where like I'll love a show so much and then I'll just like binge it and then I'll get sick of it. And then I'll forget yeah. where I was, and then I'll be like, oh, I yeah. don't know. Seems like work finding just out give where up I on was. It forever. Yeah, it's like losing I your page in a book, so you throw it away. 
Yeah. I did that. I did that with the handmaiden's tale too. It was too much work to figure out where I left off. I'm like, ah, screw it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like handmaid's tale is pretty dr- Why? Well, I, I read the book when I was in college. Cause <laughs> some girl was like, Oh, you like 1984 and a brave new world. You want to read about a dystopian future. I was like, yeah, I love that. Those books. Those are my favorite. She's like, you should read a handmaid's tale. And then I was reading it and I, was, I just kept thinking, I think this would be scarier if I was a girl. Like, I feel like this is more of a dystopian future for women. And I'm like, I didn't want to be sexist or anything. Yeah, as a like, dude, you're like, this sounds awesome. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that far, but. <laughs> so it's like, I remember how, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember it, it's Margaret Atwood. So it's kind of boring. And like, it's very like, uh, she uses a lot of like um, description, let's mm-hmm. say. And she's very dry. So it's like. So that's what's holding me from watching that show. Yeah. Also, I didn't like Peggy in Mad Men. I thought she was like one of the more annoying characters. Yeah. But I imagine she's like a good enough actor that she's not just Peggy from Mad Men dressed as a handmaid. Yeah. She was really good in The Invisible Man. Did you see that? The remake? Oh, no, I didn't. I have not yet. No. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a huge horror movie watcher, just mostly yeah. because my girlfriend Andrea just hates all horror movie or all gore or violence. So it's like, yeah, if you don't get to, I mean, I'm okay not watching violence. Yeah, like I, I like, I like more like um, action and comedy, and like I can handle gore and I'll put up with it for like. Yeah, my favorite is when it's in like science fiction shows, like um, The Boys, that show. How there's like a lot of gore in that and violence. But it's like kind of to supplement the narrative, yeah. as opposed to just being gory to be gory. Yeah. Speaking of violence, <laughs> I better sign off pretty quick here because my kids um, have choir early tomorrow, so we have to get into bed. And I'm in her room. <laughs> oh yeah, we're at we're at an hour and a fifth and fifteen minutes, and yeah. I think everybody's had enough of our my awkward segues. So. Oh, I was great. just. I just wanted to say, because we were talking about this corn maze. It is yeah. in Abbotsford. It's um, Mans, M-A-A-N, Farms in Abbotsford. Um, <clears throat> did they tell you how much it cost? I believe, I think it was 26 bucks a person. Oh, or a bargain. Could, yeah, or I think it was some 46 or something like that if you wanted to bypass the line. But it is, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it was COVID safe. All the actors wear masks. You have to wear a mask when you go in the co- the corn maze. Oh, that's good. So nobody can see that it's me who's screaming. They'll just see my face. Yeah. Be like, there you go. You and all the actors, it kind can of has wear- like a, an outbreak sort of theme. So it goes with everybody wearing these masks. And it's neat because oh, you go yeah. through, it takes quite a while. And there's all these different like scenes that come out. Like it, it is definitely scary if you're normal. <laughs> <laughs> just not, not if you're desensitized. So, yeah. oh, another question is, is it mazy? Because it's like thinking about getting lost in a corn maze. Like, even if there wasn't like a horror thing attributed to it, being in a corn maze at night is almost yeah. scary enough. Like, am I no, going to get lost? I was scared of that too. I'm like, okay. I would totally get lost and end up in, no, it's very, it's like a one-way thing. Because uh, they would okay. have to do it that way with COVID too, or people would be yeah. like all running into Oh, that's trouble. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's going to grab you. So it's probably your safest time to go is during COVID. No yeah. one's gonna... True. My biggest fear would be getting lost and then getting hungry in the middle of the night or in Abbotsford. I was you're scared. surrounded what by if you corn. And you're in there? 
Still, oh, also, yeah. you're surrounded by corn. Just yeah. pee on the corn, eat the corn. <laughs> why there you go. Why would you pee on the corn to eat it? Nature's most absorbent grain <laughs> legume. I don't know what to classify it as. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, hey. it's a grain. Everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of <laughs> Outrage Factory. Uh, thanks very much to Crystal for joining us. Crystal, it was great having you on. Thank you. Uh, I've been your, oh, wait, where can, uh, where can people find you on the internet if they would like to do so? Yeah, just go to www.valleymom.ca. Perfect. And it's well, I done. wanted to point out, sorry, um, I was reading through your blog, and you do have that good, like, uh, now that we might be going into second wave lockdown or whatever, you have a buck, a COVID bucket list, which people should check out because there's a lot of good uh, suggestions of stuff to do on there. So yeah. go check out Crystal's blog for that. Oh, and if you want to check out me, uh, I'm on the internet. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. You can follow us on Twitter at Outrage Fact Pod or on Facebook where we actually live stream these episodes. So if you've ever wondered how handsome Dale and I are, uh, you can find that out by heading on over and liking us on Facebook. Or you can watch us on YouTube if you miss the live stream. Uh, Outrage Fact Pod on YouTube as well. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening. And until next week, stay angry. <laughs> <laughs>